Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, along with my special guest today, Laurie Smith. Laurie, say good morning, Laurie, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. <laughs> well, hello. Yeah, hello, Hal. Smith. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Um, Laurie is the practice manager for Father and Son, and I'm sure that a number of you who are listening are thinking, well, you know, I'm a manager also for my father and son, but this is a little different. This is a medical practice called Father and Son. It is a family medicine clinic in Cookville, Tennessee. And uh, Laurie and I were talking a minute ago about how, how in the world they ever got to Cookville, Tennessee from where they started. And she was just starting to explain that. I'm going to ask you to do that again, if you don't mind, and just Bring us up to speed with how did you get here and, and who's involved and is this a 20-member family or what? how many people are in, uh, a part of the family? Well, we are a family of five, um, but four of us uh, at present work in the practice. We um, arrived here 25 years ago from the east coast of Canada. Our children were all in elementary and middle school. We landed in Livingston, Tennessee, and uh, my husband was in family practice there as and, an employed physician. did you physician. tell me you got to Livingston, Tennessee? Well, we got, places. we got to Livingston, Tennessee. It was the one and only place that we interviewed. And, uh, and I love to tell people because everyone asks, how did you get here from <laughs> Nova Scotia, Canada? And I tell them, well, I've got... I've got two stories. One is really interesting, and I made it up. And the other one is might be a little less interesting, but it's the absolute truth. All right. Well, we'll we'll go for the truth at this point. The truth. Maybe later, if we have time, we'll hear the make believe <laughs> one. Uh, the truth is is that my husband um, was eleven years in private practice um, of family medicine in his hometown of Antigonish, Nova Scotia, and his sister was his medical partner. And so he began working with family, and um, Canadian medicine was getting a little bit um, scary. Still is. It still <laughs> is. Um, and we had three children to um, educate, uh, to bring up, and um, so my husband just started looking um, to the United States. And we were recruited by Livingston. We came to visit. We fell in love with the place. We fell in love with the church. And so we made the decision um, to move. And we thought we made the decision, but we have very quickly come to find out that the Lord made the decision for us and paved the way and um, has taken care of us ever since. Well, so the, the Lord's been involved with you right along. And, Always. And, and in fact, you told me a little story about your new employee, and, and what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> she said she tells everyone she works for Father and Son, but really she works for the Holy Ghost. So <laughs> okay. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And, Amen. Um, how, how did you um, uh, get started once you were in Livingston and apparently comfortably in, involved with the hospital there and working there and what prompted that uh, to change well um my husband now, was excuse me i'm asking this because people in private business yes um go through some of the same situations and and it's different for everyone and so especially where there's family involved and those of you who are listening who have family businesses can probably appreciate this more but there are so many different avenues that you can take that will work 
um, for you and for your business. And um, so I'd like, Gloria, if you don't mind, just to share a little of that. Certainly. Um, as I said, my husband was 22 years in an employed situation with uh, Livingston Regional Hospital. And uh, it was a lovely life because back in Canada, we were in private practice and, you know, all the responsibilities and risks that go along with that. And it's awfully nice to just go to work. And when you go home, you shut the door. Um, but our son was in medical school. And when he came out of residency, he all he knew was he wanted to work with his father. And so, but he's young and he did not want to be in an employed situation. And my husband really wanted to leave when he was about to retire. He wanted to leave a legacy um, and something of worth and value to uh, his family. So we decided to open private practice again. Now at... Close to 60 years of age, um, it's a scary proposition to open up a practice when you don't own a tongue depressor at this point. <laughs> but we did with the help it. of a very good banker, and uh, we've, we've really found some wonderful uh, assistance along the way. Um, and so we've now been opened um, for four years. You can promote any of those if you like to mention them. It's okay. <laughs> well, as being the uh, office manager, I have a degree of nursing. I am not a practice manager by any stretch of the imagination, mm -hmm. but uh, the fellows were working and they said, uh, Mom, you got 90 days and you have to make this happen. And so I am um, a bit frugal. And so I, um, and again, I just believe the hand of the Lord was on me. I managed to find this woman in Franklin, Tennessee, who's she and her husband buy up office practices and they refurbish all the equipment. Wow. And so almost all of our equipment has been provided by her at half the price of new. And so that really was a blessing to us, an absolute blessing. Really? That's, a, that's a great thing. Sure. Because that's one of the biggest uh, headaches when you're starting a, any kind of business to have to go through. So that, that's great. What what um, what kind of how did you get started with you, you personally? I mean, what kind of training did you have? You're a nurse. Mm -hmm. um, did you have any business background before this? None other than running my household. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so t can you tell me where you are now with the practice and and what um, what kind of time is involved? Uh, what problems are you looking at that you deal with uh, routinely and which ones are kind of special? <laughs> Give us a sense of where things stand for you now as the manager of the father and the son and the daughter. And <laughs> the well, I, I am very uh, pleased to say that I am now sleeping at night. Um, the first couple of years, it was not so much that the business wasn't doing well because it was, but... I had, I think, imposter syndrome or something. I would lay in bed at night and wonder if I had done everything correctly. Now I am have done almost everything once, and so I'm feeling a little more confident in my abilities. The biggest, I think, um, hurdle was just getting credentialed and contracted with every health payer. And uh, not knowing how to do that, I basically threw myself at the mercy of anyone who answered the phone. And I came across some lovely people along the way who just took pity on me, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and so we uh, did, uh, and we are, 
uh, contracted and credentialed with every health payer. Well, that's great. And so that's overcoming probably the biggest problem in terms of um, making the practice continue to move forward. Um, I I have to mention this, by the way. I had the pleasure of um, visiting with the father uh, as a doctor recently because of a bee sting that I had with an overreaction to it. And I've got to tell you that he was like a walking encyclopedia about bees. <laughs> and I got the sense that it didn't matter what subject was. he He's like that all the time about everything. He has a, a font of knowledge and um, and shares it readily with the patients. And so um, I was impressed. <laughs> and I learned all about different bees in the process. Well, thank you. He is a born educator. And uh, he's... I always say he's the best diagnostician I have ever met, and I'm only slightly biased, but he's also a wonderful um, coach. He's a wonderful worship leader. Um, he's just really got a sense of leadership about him. And and so now he's exercising that leadership. You are exercising some of what you've learned. Your son is also uh, in the mix with your daughter. Um we talked about your daughter serving as a counselor, so mm-hmm. to speak, and yes. um, that brings up the subject of what your practice kind of specializes in, and it could you could kind of break that down a little bit so that we know, um, for the listeners, what kinds of uh, healthcare situations and problems you're dealing with day to day. Well, we um, basically are um, father and son family medicine and addiction recovery, opioid addiction recovery. And that wasn't part of my husband's practice at all. And this um, venture came out of my son's residency. He did a residency in family medicine, but really felt quite a passion for the opioid addiction problem and that we should be part of the solution. And so that began with him. And our daughter is, her name's Jessica, and she is uniquely educated. She has two master's degrees, and one is behavioral neuroscience, and one is in um, computer science. And so she's our IT person, plus she is our opioid counselor. Okay. And, um, and she and her brother tag team beautifully, so I must if, say. If someone's listening to this right now, and they have a, an opioid problem of some kind, whether it's them or their family or uh, a friend, a relative, how, how would that, let's say that hopefully they would be in this area, mm-hmm. how would they get in touch with you and, and what could they expect from that? Well, we are located at the Premier Medical Park on 315 Washington Avenue and we are uh, at Suite 265. We are online. If you so t- I'm going to interrupt yes. just to say Premier Diagnostic Center is, yes. is also... Um, a complete diagnostic center with MRIs and all kinds of things. Yes. So it's very, uh, um, it works very well with, with what you're doing. And, and right next door you have a blood lab. And exactly. so it's all in one place. And it's quick and easy um, to, to, make a, uh, to make and keep an appointment there. I'm yes, sorry, we're, we're, very, we're very blessed to be located where we are. So, so go back where you were there. So, so up, um, up, we, you can find us online. You just If you even just typed in Suboxone or Opioid Recovery, Cookville, Tennessee, we would be the first pop-up. And uh, you would just give us a call. We consider it a ministry. We really do. And uh, from the first person you meet... Our receptionist, we want you to know that you are treated with respect 
and uh, no judgment. And this is not, uh, this is a disease. And, and it's a huge problem. It is a disease. And, and, and we are so thankful that we have God-given medicines that can help you with this disease. Well, thank you. I, what we're going to do, I'm going to take a short break here. And then when we come back, um, like to see if Lori could um, explain some of what the family part is, the family medicine and, and how you do that. And then let's see if we could talk a little bit about where things are headed with their practice and what that represents for people who run their own family businesses uh, and small businesses and, and what kinds of things that you might want to uh, be considering. Because I, I think you'll hear that most of the same dynamics occur in professional practice as they do in business. They're just slightly different in different directions. So we'll be right back. Don't go away because the best part's yet to come. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar along with Lori Smith, who we're talking with today. And Lori is the practice manager for Father and Son Family Medicine Clinic in Cookville, Tennessee. And um, Lori has been explaining some of the uh, areas that the practice specializes in uh, are under the umbrella of opioid addiction and helping people through the problems associated with that. And um, and yet there's another half of the practice, so to speak, or maybe it's not half, but another big chunk, certainly, if not the major one, is family medicine. And what does that consist of, Lori? How do you, um, how do you deal with that? What kinds of situations? Well, both doctors are family medicine trained. And, uh, and so both Dr. Colin Smith and Dr. Truman Smith uh, are available to take new, and we're taking new patients at this time. And we are very pleased to say that we take all health insurances. All right. We take Humana, uh, we take TenCare, Medicare, and all commercial That's insurances. That's a struggle, isn't it? Just the paperwork involved. <laughs> it is. Um, and, and one of the things that uh, I just really would like to emphasize is um, surrounding yourself with good staff is marvelous. Well, you and got the Holy Ghost on there. I got the Holy Ghost, you know, but you can't go wrong <laughs> there. Go wrong, really. But having, having good nurses and having a, a good billing and coding person right. um, is, is marvelous. Um, I will say that um, we, are, we have a very good um, scheduler, and both doctors uh, maintain that you have to keep um, a certain amount of time for every patient, and we honor that. Um, we also try to keep open slots every day for emergencies so that if you absolutely needed to be seen that day, you could. If you were a new patient and you were interested in joining our practice, you will probably be seen that very week. Okay. We, we make a point to try to get our new patients in quickly. So so some of the lessons that you've learned along the way to, to make those kinds of adjustments is, is a key to building the practice. But other people who are listening... They may have a business where they manufacture a product or mm -hmm. they provide a service. What Can you think of things that might apply uh, to those dynamics as well as your own? And, and maybe in the, in the form of what lessons you've learned along the way, um, family support kinds of issues, uh, you know, expanding the, the practice or expanding the business. What advice could you offer maybe to, to others? Well, the... The biggest challenge, I think, that we've had has been um, communication. And we're good communicators. It's just everyone kind of has their own, that's Style. your job, you know. And and so we've really had to 
have separate family from business. So we have monthly business meetings. We also have weekly family meetings. But um, And I've seen a, a photograph of your entire family in a line <laughs> all playing guitar. So all of is us. that part of it? And they're all Taylor guitars, too. So uh-huh. if anyone from Taylor is listening. Um, <laughs> yes, we, we do. Uh, we have called Family Jam Night. And uh, it's be, about every two weeks now. It used all to right. be weekly. Um, and we also um, just... We're five people that live in this town, well, and so we do like to socialize with each I other. I like the family jam night idea uh, <laughs> because it takes it takes everything away from the business for a short time. Yes. And it gives everyone an opportunity to kind of dig in again and reevaluate where they are and, and be able to look at things from a fresh point of view. Um, I used to uh, hear from a friend of mine that the best the best solution to high-pressure business development is to take a day a week off with your husband or wife and do nothing. <laughs> and, and, and so uh, what the suggestion was is to have a wacky Wednesday in this case, mm-hmm. and every Wednesday just to get together and do something different. Don't sit around and watch TV. Don't go, you know, just do something different, whatever it is, and take, cha- take uh, alternate weeks to see who picks what to do so Mm -hmm. the the guitar thing is terrific i think that's a great idea what what do you think is your best kept secret to success and and what advice do you have for for others about that our best kept secret to success is uh we start the week as an entire staff with prayer um also we are and some people don't appreciate this because we are very much an on time practice you barely get to sit your we don't need a very big waiting room because you do not wait in our practice now if you're late you might have to rebook but that has been that has allowed our patients to feel that they have some sense of accountability and responsibility and our practice does flow and urgency because they're not wasting time exactly we don't waste your time and you're not going to you know, we're going to give you the best amount for your time. And so we've we've prided ourselves on that. And uh, so far, it's working. All right. Now, that's a little hard for a retailer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it does speak well for any kind of a, a service business other than, than retail, I can think of, um, because it, it it doesn't have to be mean and nasty to adhere to a time no. slot. But it if it's done the right way. Um, it what it does is encourages the in the patient or the customer to get to the point and and make sure that that time is well used and that's good for everybody. It's a little hard to get used to sometimes, but um, on the other hand, it works and it keeps things moving forward. And I think probably one of the greatest frustrations most people have is when they go to the doctor that they have to wait forever, you know, to to see them. Um, and there'd be long lines of people and all of that. And that's not the case here. So I can tell you that uh, from a personal standpoint. Um, what about your support system there? I, I hear that God's at the top of that. Amen. And uh, certainly the family. Mm-hmm. Um, are there others? Uh, do, you, do you have uh, the employees, I assume the staff, um, friends, uh, investors, family business, uh, other other business owners. Um. We don't have any other business owners. It's it's just us. 
um, and we are a PLLC of two. But we have had much support with our banker. Um, I have an accountant that um, I relied on very heavily in the beginning to help me learn how to do the majority of this myself. But he's been a great sense of support. Um, our advertising, now we we don't have a, a media person, consultant, but our, our advertising that we've gone out to do our billboards or to do whatever, we've just seemed to come up with people with great ideas and great patience. And, and um, you know, we've been very, very hesitant to overextend, but we've been advised as to how to maximize our exposure. Do, do you ever do any kind of uh, patient surveys or uh, satisfaction surveys or do you uh, run a focus group or discussion with people like that? We have not, but we do encourage feedback. And, um, and so if, you know, a lot of times people only want to give negative comments on social media, uh, but we do uh, encourage people that if they've had a good experience to, to log that in as well. Mm-hmm. What, what, um, what words or thoughts, if there's anything specific, do you wake up with every morning? <laughs> I look forward every morning. Because there's a lot of responsibility yes. on your neck. I mean, yes. you're running a practice with family exactly and um, we most of us know what kind of issues and problems there are with working with family and those who have businesses where you work with family um, <laughs> and God bless you because that's a terrific challenge to overcome and to make it work for you yeah so so what what kinds of things can you share about that a little bit more on that um, well in our in our meetings we've dealt with sometimes just people's moods or attitudes or decision making or whatever and and we had to really firm up the line of where the decision making stops Ah, you know the buck stops where and for what and sometimes it's different for whatever the situation is but we we had to be consistent it's like being a parent you can't contradict one another and you can't be part-time no no (laughs) laurie smith from father and son Family Medicine Clinic in Cookville, Tennessee, and we thank you very much. Um, can can you give us a quick phone number or a website address or something? Yes, so I would love to. Um, we are at 931-854-9432, and we are open from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Great. And you have a website? We do. Uh, it's Father and Son medicine at gmail.com and father and son medicine.com okay <laughs> well great have a have a wonderful day ahead we look forward to catching up with you in our next program thank you hal thank you thank you for business works bye